0: All righty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel one individual minute at a time. My name is Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows.
1: And I'm Nathan. You can also follow me on social media at NoClutchNate, as well as my toy photography Instagram page, uh, Clutch Figures.
2: And I'm Scott Corelli. You can follow me on social media, usually just at Scott Corelli. And uh, I'm from DuelingGenre.com and Back
0: to the Future Minute. All right. Alrighty, cool. Welcome, welcome. And today... Thanks we're, for having me. Oh yeah, no problem. I think you're our first... Well, Chris, we had Chris Ayers the week before, and he did. Uh, he does the People vs. Batman v. Superman, which is okay. somewhat of a minute-by-minute minute podcast. Scene-by-scene. Scene. Yeah, scene-by-scene, <laughs> scene rather. Um, but you're our first true minute-by-minute minute tier, I would say. Okay, cool. And I believe you're... Are you the second people after
2: Star Wars Minute? Uh, No, the second people were Goodfellas Minute, and then we followed right after them. Okay. We were, like, a week apart. We were, like, a week apart the whole time.
0: But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah, you guys have always kind of been there, like, uh, in the, how would you say, like, uh, blazing the trail for fellow Minute Makers. In the scene. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So cool. Yeah, today we're talking about Man of Steel. We're talking about minute number 31 of Man of Steel. And it starts with Jonathan Clark, John- uh, Kent. Jo- Jonathan Kent, already <laughs> messing up there. Jonathan Kent revealing uh, this underground, this basement underneath the barn, the Kent barn. And then the minute ends with Jonathan beginning to reveal Clark's true origin. Um,. A lot of lens flares going off in this scene. Oh yeah. Kind of more uh-huh. less Snyder, more Abrams here. Mhm. Um
2: well the the DP is from um he usually works with um uh Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. So there's actually there's a lot of Michael Bay in this movie because of the director of photography. Uh
0: is that the Amir Makri? I think. Mhm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah cuz this isn't this isn't Snyder's regular DP. Um he got his regular DV, DP back on uh Batman v Superman, which mm-hmm. is why that one is a little more it's not as like dusty looking yeah. as this movie is. Um but uh for whatever reason Michael Bay really likes that orange dusty look and uh this movie has that because it's the same DP.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I can tell like uh this film has a lot of that graininess Yeah. That when, like mm-hmm. I, every time I watch I'm like I couldn't tell if it was just a Blu-ray putting a filter on it or if it was the actual film itself. hmm
1: At least there's no giant spark
0: explosions. That's my one gripe about... What, in it, uh, Michael Bay? Yeah,
1: everything has a yeah. spark flying off of it when it gets explosions and stuff. <laughs> my hopes is that for this Power Ranger movie, whenever they like hit armor against each other, massive sparks are just going to come off. That's really where I'm going with it. Like it's, classic
0: Saban. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I have a question, and so, in this film, we've been seeing Clark kind of always frantic about these superpowers that he's having to deal with his whole life, Mm -hmm. and we, we know he has x-ray vision. How's he never seen this basement? Because you (laughs) think he... That's what I'm, I wrote that down. It's like, how...
1: Was he just not allowed in that lower part of the basement? Did he know it was there? It was like, yep, nope, can't get there. And this is a 13-year-old kid where it's like, okay, yeah, I guess my dad, you know, is telling me what to do. But, like, never once in these years has he pulled that rope and it's like, oh, the floor
0: comes up. Well, not, you didn't even have to pull the floor up. You just – Yeah, you just lo- you look. just look. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it. It looks like it looks like Jonathan does a lot of stuff down there
2: too. It's like his little farmer's office. Yeah, like um,
1: what was it? There's like all the sp- newspaper clippings and the maps, which I assume is you know having to deal with the, the the craft landing and him picking it up and him trying to trace the origins of it. But yeah, it's like it's definitely lived in, and it's uh-huh. it's a workshop, I guess. So it's like, yep, don't go in dad's workshop. Uh, uh, beyond me.
0: It's like he could tell his son, like, oh, I'm going to work, and then Clark would just be <laughs> like, I can see you down there. I have x-ray vision. I can hear you. So yeah. I just I feel like he should have known this was down there. Cuz it's like if you told me not to go near the barn because there was an under like a basement underneath it, I would I would go look. Absolutely, it's especially like telling, as a 13-year-old kid. It's like telling kids like don't check in my closet cuz I have Christmas presents. Like your parents tell you that or yep. something and and then you go look. Yep. Right. So well, I guess the trick is
2: you don't tell them, and then they don't know that there's anything down there. And if he doesn't know that anything's being hidden from him, like the only way that is that he would use his X-ray vision to look is if he knew it was there, or if his X-ray vision happened to just kick in while he was in a ba- while he was in the barn at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, I I think it's it definitely stretches credibility, but it's i I can make the argument
0: of why he's never seen any of this stuff before, and then he puts the tarp over the spaceship <laughs> for further protection right well, he doesn't want it to get it dusty, you
1: oh know. yeah, of course not. want <laughs> no, any more
0: dust All right. on it <laughs> All right
1: um, but no, that's cool um i think I think Jonathan had said something in the beginning of this minute where it was um. You know, the the government never showed up at their doorstep. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I I I rem- There's there's books and there's you know panels where it shows uh, the Kent's leaving the crater, and there's mass. You know, this all these Black Hawk helicopters showing. Are they not gonna be like, hey, there's a car driving away from that area. Maybe we should follow it and question them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not once. Well, it landed
0: in their property, didn't
1: it? Did it land? I guess in this universe, yeah, yeah it did land on their property. So. Kind of goes back to did the, they
0: build the farm get over, over it?
1: <laughs> no, no. Because how
0: else would they move it?
1: I think it land. How else would they move the the ship?
2: Yeah, like if. Well, he's got to have he's got to have some sort of tow on his truck yeah. because farmers usually have to have a tow in case their uh, equipment
1: breaks down. Yeah. I would assume like, like out in the field. Yeah, maybe he I mean there's been there's been books where um he's like gone to the neighbors and they've asked him like, "Hey, I need your help with something." And it's like, you know, well, we're going to tow this massive metal object. Oh, well, what is it? You know what, Nick, don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> stick to your cows and stuff. Don't worry about it. This is my deal. I just need your other truck. So it could be yeah. one of those things. Mm-hmm. But who knows? But yeah. no government ever once even yeah. went into small town it's just a small town, Smallville, Kansas.
2: In, in general, I think this is a good example of this movie trying to like have its cake and eat it. Yeah. Because it's obvious to me that the story that they want to tell is a basically like an else world Superman story that really focuses on him being an alien. And what, because, you know, when they were gearing up for this movie, they described it as a first contact story. Mm-hmm. That's not Superman. It's like you can do an Elseworlds Superman, and I don't have any issue with an Elseworlds Superman being a first contact story and really focusing on that alien stuff. But it's like if you're going to do that, like go for it. Like don't worry about the Superman iconography. But the problem is that they can't have the government chasing the Kents through Clark's childhood because that's not Superman. That's another story. Yeah, That's something else. It's like Red and Sun, And so – Right. So they just write this line in like, yeah, crazy. Government never came. that weird, right? <laughs> um, so that Clark could be raised by the Kents like he's supposed to be in the comics. But I really think if they would have just like went for it and just said, you know, the hell with the iconography. Like, let's just tell the Superman story that we want to tell, which is about a guy dealing with whether or not he's an alien or a human. <laughs> like, just do that if you're going to do that. But the problem with this movie is that they don't, they don't know. They're like they want to do both, and you can't because then you get a thing that doesn't really have a great identity on its own. I
0: think. I, I think. I think there's. I have. a I have a problem with this line where he says that no one ever came. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that maybe there there is a good middle ground. I know because I think what like what you're saying is like it should have been like Superman Lives, where it was going to be like. You know, the Nicolas Cage film that never worked out. It was going to be, like, super alien. Like, Tim Burton wanted it to be as abstract and uh, non-representative of classic Superman as possible. Um, And then instead we got Superman Returns, which was, like, quintessential Superman, but very uninteresting. Just a giveaway. And so Man of Steel wanted to, like, bridge the gap. It wanted to explore cool mythology of Superman, but also you know, appeal to the masses of Superman. Um, But I have a problem with this line because you you shouldn't just like try to like blanket cover mm-hmm. like with an excuse of like, oh, no one ever came. Like, m- I don't know. Maybe just not even have that line because if you, because mm-hmm. I think it's just bringing attention to it. I, yeah. yeah, I think it raises more questions. It calls it out. Yeah, it, it raises yeah. more questions because it now you're asking like, well, why didn't no one notice that? Because that's, mm-hmm. If you saw something like something fall out of the sky, exactly like you would be like, What? Like, how did no one notice that?
2: I because how old is Clark in this movie? Uh, in modern time, yeah, modern time, yeah, 33, modern time, 33 in modern time, yeah, okay. So 33 in – when did this movie come out? 2012, 2013? Uh, 13. 2013. So he was 20 in 2000, so – In this one, he's uh, – in
0: that in
2: this scene right here, he's 13. 13? Yeah. So he would have – this would have been 93, so he would have been found in, what, 82, 83? Something yeah. like that? Um. Yeah. I mean, that's not really believable that they wouldn't see that on some sort of – meter or something i mean you it's know like the anything. government
0: yeah 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 i think right. it would have worked out better if and i think i said this in uh, an old episode that the government should have come to their door mm-hmm. should have been like mm-hmm. hey we saw this land and then you know the kents are able to you know
1: turn uh, them away yeah like, or if like i think it would be better if like Lois Lane going through her whole, like, let me try to find out more about this guy, like, later on in the movie, but if she were to go back through government records and saw that Kent Farm kind of just came up on, like, a thing where it was, like, a government watch list or whatever, it would have made a little bit more sense for her to probe more on Kent Farm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It would
1: have caused red flags, and she'd be like, oh, something weird happened there, Uh, let's just attest it to alien stuff, and uh,
0: let's start from there, so... Yeah, they like, they, like they've been red flagged before. Yeah,
1: they could have they could have worked it in a little bit of a better yeah, story. But saying that than. no
0: one showed up raises <laughs> it, it. It hurts the story almost. Yeah, rather mm-hmm. than cure it, you know. Yeah. So I I have a problem with that line.
2: I have a I have a problem with the spaceship. I just think it is the ugliest, stupid thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's just so overly complex, and this is like a this is just a general movie problem I have, where it seems like the props people in the art department are being paid by the line or something, <laughs> <laughs> and so like everything they design, it just is just this infinitely complex, ridiculous thing that like hurts your
0: eyes to even look at it. It's like what's going on? Um, well, here? Where it, are the engines? It's, yeah. It started, yeah, right. We talked about this a little bit with Chris, Chris Ayers, um, but we i don't think it was on any episode we just kind of talked uh in between recordings um so they started their design of krypton with the superman s in mind and them questioning like well why would an alien have the s on it on his chest you know so the fact that the so they kind of was trying to design based off that and because there's no straight lines on the s that they so everything on krypton had to be, like, devoid of straight lines and angular shapes. So that's how the spaceship looks so, you know, organic and curved and, you know. Right. It looks like it was just designed using, like, a French, uh, French curve ruler. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah.
1: Jor-El being the crazy scientist and, you know, probably coming up with the idea of, oh, I can make a phantom drive into into a ship. Uh but let me put this little ball capsule so I can put my infant child on it. Let me yeah, see how right. I can figure that's, that out. Like it's, that's again, my problem. <laughs> that's my crazy scientist.
0: That's my problem with the spaceship is the fact that nothing can even fit inside this thing except <laughs> a, a toddler. <laughs> a toddler and a microchip, yeah. which is like, Well,
2: in the in the comics if I'm not mistaken, it was a prototype. Like uh, look, this is what I'm going to build for everyone on krypton so we can get out of here yeah. but it's going to be like way bigger yeah you're right and and then krypton was like uh what you're dumb you're a dumb scientist get out of here <laughs> and he's like oh well it's big enough for my baby so i'll put my baby in it and then there we go he'll fly away in the prototype again prototype uh, <laughs> right <laughs>
1: Um, put your put your newborn infant child in a prototype spaceship, which you don't know if it's right. going to make it through the atmosphere or not, or if it's just going to get trapped in the Phantom Zone again. Yeah, that <laughs> that thing has not been beta tested at all. <laughs> oh man,
2: but yeah, generally, like I, I guess I understand the reasoning for that, but then then again, again, the having your cake and eat it. They had to descri- they had to figure out why the S works, so they do the curvature thing. But then they're like, but we can't have Krypton without crystals. But crystals are all straight and jagged edges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then it's just like Krypton again is just like this weird mesh of things that don't make any sense. Just like a bunch of curved stuff and then a bunch of jagged crystal stuff.
0: And the two things do not go together. Are we talking like the kryptonite later or are we talking about the the well like like the like the key the thing command that he has. Command. yeah, yeah i was yeah, thinking yeah. just that yeah the command key is like a crystal thing yeah. right yeah, yeah it's like a magnetic rock alloy that just kind of right. forms into anything you need it to be mm-hmm. apparently which is right. a straight line <laughs> um yeah he says well, i in this minute he does give him the yeah, he does the give me command, command key, key, right? Again,
1: when he said, like, I wrote this down, like, no no red flags going up, but when he took it to that guy... The, uh, meta- the metal, the,
0: yeah. metallurgist. Yeah,
1: there you go. When he took it to that, again, no one was just like, hey, let me, like, take a picture of this, let me jot it down in my notes and use it later and show it to the government. Again, this guy just showed up on my step. Yep, that's not any metal on Earth, it's probably from outer space. See you later, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, it, it seems weird that that guy wouldn't just be like, "This is not from Earth." Let me do. I'm tests. gonna keep yeah. this, and I'm gonna run away, and that guy's never gonna find me because I'm gonna write a book and become rich on this stupid thing. Exactly. It he- doesn't. I, I I almost wonder if like Jonathan was just like, you know, what is this? Oh, it's definitely alien. Cool, and then just killed the guy. Because,
1: <laughs> because otherwise like how is this not getting out it's true like i mean i like to imagine him with like you know putting like a like a big hoodie on sunglasses going through the right. campus like trying to after he kills the guy and he's trying to escape with this right. precious alloy like oh, constantly looking over his shoulder the government's after me that would be a good idea crazy jonathan kent that's always crazy concerned. paranoid jonathan yeah. kent always worried that the government's gonna kick down his door and take his son that's a well good he's story. got he's got I mean, his crazy bunker so <laughs> there you
0: go.
1: Go, he's already on this he's yeah.
0: basically paranoid the whole the whole film because every time clark does something he's like yo be careful because they might find out about you and yeah. i don't want to lose you and it's like everything he does even giving bad advice yeah which we've seen is is, is just like jonathan is not himself at the you know mm-hmm. in this film isn't that, isn't- yeah, I mean,
2: I've, I've never had – I remember when, this, when the trailer for this came out, the, the not the teaser trailer that everyone loved, but the theatrical trailer where people started having problems. Um, there was that line where Jonathan was like – you know, Clark says, what, should I not have saved, saved them? And Jonathan's like, eh, maybe not. Yeah. And everyone was like, uh, that's not Jonathan Kent and threw a huge fit. And I just – I was like, I don't know. If that was actually your son – he doesn't say no, you shouldn't have saved them. You should have just let them die. He says, "I don't know, maybe because he doesn't know because he knows like he's mixed up inside he's yeah. like, "Ah, no, probably not, but you're my son, and I don't want anyone to steal you away, and I don't want you to get hurt and I'm scared and freaked out and paranoid <laughs> so like i i don't I never had a problem with that line because i I bought it in the context of what they're trying to do here, which is like this super grounded Superman story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I actually like it as a build up to this moment because isn't that that's the last bit of the previous scene that we see at the beginning of this minute right yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, scene yeah. that I'm talking about so so I like it as a build up to this scene because he's having that conversation he's just like after he says that he's just sort of like well I guess it's I should probably just come clean with all of this because it's getting to a point where I'm running out of Ways to explain away what's going on with Clark to Clark. Yeah. Yeah. It's like...
0: So, yeah. You, you shouldn't... Yeah. Uh, you're, you'll end up hurting him more by keeping those, you know, those certain truths from him, you know? It's like right. the same
1: conversation you have with uh, stop flushing your tube socks down the toilet, you know? This is just yeah. su- super puberty <laughs> oh conversation God. right now. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. on just like a, 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 a crazy different scale, so... Mm -hmm. maybe you should have killed those people well maybe you shouldn't be using tube socks kind of balance it out Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um the dialogue in this is is in
2: this scene is generally pretty stilted um that bit where after he hands him the the key he says this was in the chamber with you and i'm like chamber that doesn't sound like a Jonathan Kent thing, like wouldn't you just say this was in the spaceship with you yeah. or you know something like the chamber like <laughs> I don't know, just seems like a weird choice of words for Jonathan Kent, this uh you know good old boy in the in the Bible belt, mm-hmm. kind of
1: it's guy. almost makes, it kind of made me think like maybe he was trying to dissect the ship at one point and he figured out that it's just. Uh, a phantom drive engine connected to just a little like a little sitting area so maybe he's just like okay engine and chamber not cockpit there's no controls it's just a chamber cargo hold maybe got an escape pod yeah
0: which i can i can see jonathan kent you know being a farmer in kansas like oh well let me kind of reverse engineer this thing so i can learn as much as possible um but
1: man uh, with going about that i would have totally liked to see jonathan kent having like a phantom drive powered tractor where he like (laughs) (laughs) yeah like he just like took it and it was just like you know what my kid's not gonna use it i'm gonna use it for my own gain, kind of deal
0: yeah which that'd be cool Mm -hmm. i don't know how like why he would want someone to research that metal
1: I guess for answers, trying to figure it out. But then again, you take it to that person and they know everything that you're going to know and you're still trying to keep it a secret. So you just kind of write it off like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I just, meteorite, oh, meteorite that just made this little S key thing.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because now you have to explain why there's an S engraved into it. Yep. That's so weird. (laughs) Yeah.
2: He definitely killed that guy, for sure. <laughs> he killed... He's dead.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I had to kill him, Clark. It's your fault. <laughs> oh, it's just you, so have dark. To, you have to decide what kind of man you want to be. <laughs> By the way, I killed that guy.
1: <laughs> live your life to the fullest. Because so many people have died for you to live this regular life as a farmer boy.
0: But yeah, going back to... Uh, that past conversation where he says, I don't know, maybe, to letting those people die. I think it should have just been, I don't know, not maybe. Because maybe sounds like yeah. yes. exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think stopping it, I don't know, would have improved that line a little bit. For I think it would have made it go down a
0: little easier for some of the old school Superman fans that really threw a fit with that line. Yeah, because everyone, you know, that's a tough... Question to answer, so I don't know if it's like the perfect response, but saying maybe mm-hmm. it sounds like, sounds like, damn, Jonathan Kent, you were willing to let those kids die. Unless it mm-hmm. isn't all like,
1: see, maybe, maybe Snyder's vision was to like. Again, hyperrealism. And in comic books, it's okay to say, I don't know those people. And, like, you just don't think about all those, that, that school bus full of kids dying if you don't see it. But, like, if you put it into this kind of aspect and w- we're seeing the flashback, and if Clark was the only one to emerge out of the bus, it's like, oh, wow, all of his classmates just died. And, like, again, hyperrealism, that's just way out yeah. the window. And it's like, oh, that's so dark. <laughs> again. Well,
0: well,
2: and it, that would have made things worse, I think. Oh, yeah. Because. Because then it's like it's like oh well everyone survived so it's fine I mean like Clark saved them which was like crazy but like you know everyone survived so it's fine if he was the only survivor they people would be like is your kid an alien like what's <laughs> going on you know is he the only I one mean, that knows
1: how to swim it has to be right, like well, right he
0: he got out of the bus before it it bulldozed into the lake <laughs>
1: yeah no scrapes or bruises oh, no. or anything on him
0: you just walk
2: I think away. there would have been more questions oh yeah if he had just let them die did he kill him I think everybody in town would have just assumed he killed him
0: oh yeah yeah that would have been worse yeah and yeah, we're making things worse <laughs> yeah well <I'll> see <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see he says when he shows Clark the command key he says um, that this thing is not from this world Clark. Yeah, um, it's another way of saying you're not. It's not from yeah, this world. He's, it's like what, what are the what are the other uh, ways
1: to say that?
0: He's being this parent who's he he wants to tell Clark the truth, but he's like scared, or maybe he's really hesitant about it. Um, but he he's really beating around the bush here. He's like, I sent this to a guy. He said it wasn't from this planet. It's not even on the periodic mm-hmm. table, and. He's really just like, "Damn, I don't know how else to tell this kid he's he's an alien.
1: yeah i
2: I feel like I think what really bothers me about this scene is that Clark isn't asking any questions. Like I have never met this kid before in my life. Like this kid would be asking so many questions like and and Jonathan just seems to be asking questions and then answering them himself. <laughs> like I feel like the the dialogue here would have been smoother if he said, you know, I took this to the guy at, at, at Kansas State. He said that it's not a, it's not an element on the periodic table. And then if Clark would would have said, "What does that mean?" and he, he and then Jonathan said, "It means it's not from this world." What's the periodic? That would table? have been yeah. That would have been well. He's thirteen, so he knows what the periodic table is, but he doesn't. I don't know that he would understand that, and that's why Jonathan is saying that's another way of saying this. But why does he need to say it like it's just such an awkward line? Like that's another way of saying it's not from this world. Just have Clark ask what does that mean?
0: And then have him answer it means it's not from this world. I think it should, it should have just skipped the periodic table a bit and just said the guy said it's not uh, any mineral found on this planet and just right. That should have been the end of it um that works too but i i just really don't like the idea that clark isn't asking yeah. any questions. I think, I think
1: that's weird unless he's in shock but yeah again, yeah i was gonna say
0: he's in trauma because i mean not only did he just get into a, a a bus accident with a bunch of screaming kids that were drowning and you know he uh, like without thinking about it just went and saved these kids and used the superpowers and now people know about it and they're questioning it and his dad's mad at him and he, you know, his dad basically told him that maybe he should let those kids die. So, like, there's a lot going through his brain. And then you show him a spaceship that's underneath this barn that he's never seen before because he never used his x-ray vision on it. And now he's like, damn, why didn't I ever use my x-ray vision? It's like, what is this rock he just handed me? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There's there's so many questions. It's like, where do you even begin, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't have anything else for this one. You know? Um no, I think nice. that's all
1: I got. I just got red flags going up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, this.
0: no, seriously. I think the, the biggest red flag out of the minute is definitely the no one ever came to our doorstep <laughs> asking about the spaceship or you or. Or maybe they did come and Jonathan can't kill them all. <laughs> there you yeah, go. All right. I like that. <laughs> we are totally missing a good film here. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's like. Uh, Listen, Clark, I've killed a lot of people. That Johnny Depp film, Secret Window or something. You could totally have an
1: entire movie of Jonathan Kent from where he found the crater, from where uh, Cal showed up. And then all the way up until this point where he's like 13, learning about his powers, you can have all of that storyline like them finding the alien, them running away from the government, I think them it would, killing you know. the government, oh, them I killing the say. scientists, like all of that. If we take
0: that into into effect, yeah,
1: solid movie. I like it. I thought Let's you were just going
0: to say, like, just the story of Jonathan and Martha Kent hiding their son. Yeah,
1: that too. I mean, it's, it that goes, could, it be, cool. an, that could yeah. be
0: a cool drama, like, miniseries. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. But to say that no one asked questions, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: and it's just like no. such a
0: like you shrug it off. Yep, I guess no one ever came
1: thirteen years later. Yep, mm-hmm. I guess we're just gonna s we're just gonna keep on living life.
0: Yep, yeah. I guess. Deal with your powers when you deal with them. <laughs> um But yeah, I mean that's all I got. And is that all you got, Nate? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Well then we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this minute guys. If you love you here, don't forget to rate, subscribe, do all that jazz. You can find us on all social media at DCU Minute. And don't forget to check out Scott's podcast back to the Future Minute. And we'll catch you guys here on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.